do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. This is going to be quite a ride. That's a bad outfit. I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Show now! Am I the baddest mofo go down around this town? Show now! But who am I? Show now! Shogun of Harlem. For what lies ahead, ready are you. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey, Geeksters, I'm Kyla. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch 1. Yes, you found Geek Watch Watch coming from our bunkered locations. <laughs> Feels See, like, we, like we're in the Greenbrier or something. <laughs> and the, the, I, I, I'm, I'm, we're broadcasting from Docent's Tower over here, so. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Cheyenne Mountain, you choose your bunker, we're in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so how you guys doing? Surviving, healthy. Yep. <laughs> See, the nice thing is podcasting is one of those things that really you shouldn't have to have any problem doing it during this situation. Most podcasters would rather be at home anyway. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because then we don't have to get all dolled up or dressed. Yeah. A lot of them are doing not only their episodes, but they're doing like special video episodes and Mm -hmm. they're just whatever they can do from their home base. Yeah. Yeah. A lot lot of interviews because most of your interviews are done over Skype anyway. <clears throat> and you know, everybody you're trying to get interviews with, you don't have to worry about scheduling because they're all stuck at home too. Yeah, as long as they get back to you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys are surviving? Yeah, we are. We are. We're, uh, finding, you know, little things to do around the house while big things to do around the house. <laughs> yeah. That's what we've been doing. This actually it's- is a great time to actually get projects done. Yeah, it is. I mean, because not like you can do anything else at night aside from you know sitting and watching tv which you've probably been doing half the day anyway true we're we're gonna get to that here in a little bit yes we're gonna talk about things you should binge um but we were uh we we got our our second arcade one up built this week kylan kylan got it built so we officially have our game room stocked so we we have the the big burger time game yeah i saw the picture of that yep yep did you put that up on the Geekwatch one page also or not? No, I can if you want. <laughs> yeah, we need to put that up on the Geekwatch one page. Yeah, this is how we're suffering our isolation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, actually, I spent part of yesterday. Uh, well, Michael Jai White and I didn't know he was doing this. He was doing a a fight seminar, okay. and uh, so I just uh, I follow him on Instagram, and I was just happy to he was live and he was doing this whole like it was it was a no, martial arts seminar so i sat there and watched that for a bit so that was kind of cool you know i think we're, you're getting a lot of things you normally wouldn't from the celebrity side like mm-hmm. because people are forced to be doing things out of their homes and such yeah oh, and uh, we also had that uh we had a concert uh by um kevin kevin conway yeah kevin, Con- kevin conway. i believe he's done two he of them now conway. hasn't he yeah he's yeah, doing he's, another one today he's doing a few of them because you know he's supposed to have these gigs and they're they've gotten canceled and such. So uh, he did. It was it was Kevin from his apartment. That was his. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
And he went for just over an hour, actually, and just yeah. did uh, Facebook Live. Yeah. So look, awesome. look for your favorite, like, independent and local artists, because a lot of them are doing online concerts right now. Mm -hmm. Well, that's our buddy Rob Turk has his client, Gander Stitch, has had uh, multiple videos. Every day he puts, like, a 20-minute video up of what's going on with um, in the world of Gander Snitch. That's right. That's I've been right. reading yeah. a ton. Uh -huh. So he's back now. I thought Gander Snitch had, you know, bought the farm. It's the ghost of Gander Snitch. Uh, yeah. There you go. So if Vicky's if Vicky actually um, discovered Kindle, so she's actually blew through an entire book series already in the last what four days, a week. Yeah, a, a four book series in a week. So Kindle's great. Plus, they have a lot of free downloads. Yeah. Right. That's how and I got sucked into this series. The first book, first part of the first book was free, and I'm like, I wonder what uh, happened next. And then I just bought the rest of them. Ha! See, Kindle learned from drug dealers a long time ago. The first one's free. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? Uh, one Christmas, they they released all of the Conan novels for free. It was, and I I, I like okay, and I felt like I was stealing, uh -huh. but it was the it was the entire Conan series. Yeah, we've got all those. See, got all well, of them now. This so. is where our Facebook, um, uh, uh, what was it? The uh, ad that actually was really good. Yeah. That's a lot of the Kindle authors will do that. They'll pay for Facebook ads saying, hey, check out my book for free. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. So. And actually right now, um, if you're a fan of audiobooks, Audible has released hundreds of books for free right now. So if you have an account, um, go check out Audible and, and get some free stuff there. Mm -hmm. Ah, cool. Yeah, and there's there's lots of like because we know so many people who have kids at home right now and they're schooling them and that there's a lot of uh a lot of libraries are doing daily book reads um or little teaching segments and there's a lot of celebrities who are reading books online and everything so it's really easy to find too because these postings are all over facebook they're all over the blogs and social media and that so look for your favorite celebs look for your local libraries there's lots of stuff you can find online for kids and for yourself. And then also, Kylie, you were talking about feeling like a thief. If you check out, um, you go to your local library's app on your phone, they have, usually they have multiple digital services where you can actually borrow books from the library on your phone. Now, yeah. books, movies, audiobooks, all of it, you just download it to your phone, you get it for the two weeks like normal, and then they automatically sends it back. Well, and that's something that's always going on too. Yeah. So yeah. This is something, something that. I think a lot of people didn't realize you could do that. It's like, I, that's where I could listen to the mo probably 90% of my audiobooks. I download from the library and then listen to it and put it back. You could also, if, especially um, one of the services called Hoopla, and they have yep. hundreds and thousands of comic books on there and trade paperbacks. Right. Yep. So you, if you got something you'd want to read, that, and a lot of it, they have a lot of the indie and lesser um, brand stuff, not just DC and Marvel. Right. And actually, right now, um, if you especially if you go to Twitter and look up kind of like your favorite comic book publishers, a lot of them have free downloads right now and have, they have daily downloads. I know IDW is doing it. Valiant's doing it. Um, 2000 AD had the entire, uh, an entire volume, like 400 pages of judge dread the other day. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of them doing it. So go look them up individually on, on uh, social media and follow them and, or just go to their websites. Cause a lot of them will have it right there and you get free downloads. Yeah. Um, now with all this going, everything's locked down. Has there been any any actual news of anything other than just what movies are coming out? I saw um, I did see as of today recording 
Onward is now available for digital download, and next week it'll be available on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the... There's actually been a bit of news um, that, I mean, we can get into in a second, but um, a lot of the news has been, you know, all this other stuff is shut down and delayed, and all this other stuff is coming sooner than expected, so that, that's part of the news. Um, but there is actually a few other little things in there that I found this week. Well, what'd you find? Okay, so along with hearing about Onward showing up, um, Columbia Pictures has uh, set a sale date of March 24th, which will be yesterday as to when we post this, um, to uh, for video sales of Bloodshot. Oh, yeah, I heard uh, about that. Yeah, so, so, you know, you could go to our review from last week and go, hey, I can watch it already. Uh, much like any new movies, it is going to be like 20 bucks. Uh, but, you know, a couple people going to the movies is 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So this you get to keep. Um, they don't have international sales dates, uh, but because of everything going on, March 24th, you can mm-hmm. see Bloodshot already. Awesome. Now, the funny thing is a lot of them, they're announcing these digital releases and stuff like that, but you still have no idea when you're going to be able to possibly get the physical copies. Right. I mean, well, they're, they're, not, have, they're not wasting manufacturing time right now. That's yeah. the thing. Um, and a lot of, I mean, it's just easy for them to release it digitally, too. I mean, doing it earlier is not really a huge deal for these companies. Right. Um, it's just usually... They they release you know they have enough time in the movie theater to make a chunk of money and now they're all scrambling because they're losing everything right yeah <laughs> so and because of that we also have uh, Universal making a lot of new movies available on demand immediately um, like when they were supposed to be coming out in theaters uh, they said things like um, that, well at the moment they're expected to hit for a twenty four uh, for forty eight hour rental period. And you've got movies like The Trolls World Tour, The Hunt, Invisible Man, and more like that that are included in this. Yeah. Yeah, the big so three that they dropped first was The Hunt, Invisible Man, and I believe Emma. Those are available yeah. now, and The Trolls is, I think, next week or the week after. Yeah, so at least you'll you know keep the kids occupied with all the Trolls. <laughs> right. If you think, they're not making the same money they would in a the theater, but... Like you said, because in a the theater you're paying ten bucks a ticket. Twenty bucks is only two people one time, and you're but right. you're getting a deal because twenty bucks you get forty eight hours of rental on this. Yeah, and you can have as many people watch it as many times as you want, and mm-hmm. <laughs> whoever's stuck in your house. Um, right. So yeah, uh, we also have um, if you're if you're into streaming services and you're into horror, uh, you probably already know about Shutter. Mm-hmm. Shutter is the horror specific streamer. Uh, it actually has, because of issues going on, it has a special 30-day free trial. Not just one week, 30 days. Go to their website, go to the Shutter website, and put the code SHUTIN, S-H-U-T-I-N. You'll get the 30-day free. Um, and like I said, this is, Shutter is horror only, and it's got a lot of the independent horrors that you don't see out there um, on the regular streaming services. So if you're into horror, I mean... This is a deal because, you know, we're supposed to be able to get out and about in less than a month. So uh, mm. get your 30 days out of this one. Yeah. And Shudder being a horror, you could uh, there's probably plenty of movies you could see what the Hollywood thinks would happen if something like what's actually happening happens. Oh, you can. All get your pandemic and all those movies. movies on there. <laughs> hey, this is the start of the zombie apocalypse. Hey, we haven't had any reports of zombies yet, though. No, we have not. So, you know. Um, yeah. We also have, uh, if, if you're into a bit of the, the horror 
cartoon. The 1997 Spawn cartoon is actually currently streaming on HBO. Oh, nice. Um, they, they brought it back. If you think about it, Spawn's a bit of an apocalyptic sort of thing. True. Um, so, um, so yeah, you've got it's, – uh, it's 18 episodes, so that's plenty to, to keep you busy. And uh, one of the reasons not only is because of the, the current uh, pandemic we're dealing with that they've added content, but this past week they actually had an add-on of Spawn for the new Mortal Kombat game. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was released. So yeah, that's that's of, been either rumored or announced for months. I think at this point, yeah, there are people so waiting it for it. Happens, finally happened this past week, and so that's kind of one of the reasons that HBO brought Spawn back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things that Star Wars fans have been waiting for, and finally found out yesterday, Saturday, um, is that the Mandalorian season two has cast Ahsoka Tano, and it's going to be Rosario Dawson. No surprise there. Actually. And the, the internet's kind of going nuts about this. Yeah. What was yeah. that going? She's been trying to get that role for years. She's talked about wanting to play her. She's actually the right age for the character that would that would be in the Mandalorian timeline. So she's yeah. kind of a perfect fit. See, the thing is, Ashley Eckstein, who does the voice, would also fit that. But So I'm, I'm in between right now because I know Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau, Dave Filoni especially, is not going to let them mess up this character. This is his favorite character. He created her. All the shows he's done, she's been in. So the only reason I'm reserving judgment till I see it and not going nuts like all the other fanboys out there is Filoni's not going to let them mess this up. Well, he will not Filoni sign chose- off unless it's right. <laughs> he chose her. Yeah. Um, and, and guess what, people? Um, voice actresses and actors don't get to play the real live version pretty, pretty much ever. So... yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing with Ashley would be that she is an on-screen actress also. She is, but she doesn't look the part at all, even with yeah. makeup. So, um, I don't know. We'll see how it works. I'm, I'm not a big fan of hers. She's just overly bubbly. Well. <laughs> uh, we also had news this week um, via a special live stream from Sony of details of the PS5. We already knew it was going to be released during the holidays, which is also when the next Xbox is coming. Mm-hmm. But they actually revealed the full specs and had a full explanation of the console's design, why decisions were made about certain things, and blah, blah, blah. Um, I have no idea what most of the specs mean, but the uh, memory is 16 gig, the bandwidth is 448 gig, the internal storage is a custom 800 and something gig. Wow, okay. Um. There's both expandable storage, external storage. It's got a 4K UHD Blu-ray optical drive. Okay. Um, It has confirmed that Sony has confirmed that PS5 will be backwards compatible with an overwhelming majority of the PS4's 4,000 games. Wow. Um, and, And the PS4 games will run at a boosted frequency on PS5, which means higher and more stable frame rates and possibly even higher resolution. They're doing like the top 100 games are virtually guaranteed to be compatible. And then from there, it's kind of like a case by case Mm -hmm. based on the game, because some of them may not run properly on a higher rate. So they may have to do some jigging with them or something. Well, you guys have a PS4, right, Kylan? Right. Does it have backward compatibility at all? No, it does okay. not. PS4 actually, didn't. I, the, I think the only one that actually – so the PS2 was backward compatible. Yeah, I have that the, one. 
first the first gen of the PS3 was comp- was backwards, but then but then they, they I think PS4 wasn't PS4 wasn't because it was the first one that came with a Blu-ray drive, right? Yeah, and that's what caused the problems, and that's why Sony has not announced whether it PS5 is going to be compatible with anything prior to PS4. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's what a lot of people are wondering about. Yeah, this is something I think that this may be actually something learned from Microsoft because Xbox does. Um, there's a lot of games that are backwards compatible from the Xbox One to the 360, and a lot of the original Xbox games now can be played on the Xbox One. Right. Oh, okay. And the other thing is, much like they did with PS4. A lot of times, some of these publishers will release collections of their earlier games. Mm-hmm. You know, they had they had the the Marvel games, they had all the old school arcade games. Like they would release like ten or twenty games on a disc. Right. Yeah. So you could still actually play these games. They just weren't your original discs that you used. Well, it was well. It's just like uh, when the PS4 came out, uh, they they released um, an Uncharted uh, that had all three of the games on it right you know and then because they wanted you to buy them but the earlier ones were only good on the earlier consoles right (laughs) xbox has done that with like halo they have the master chief collection which actually has what halo one through four on it i believe if you buy it right because halo 5 is already on xbox one and there's the downloadable content as well you can always go to the stores and get it downloaded Exactly. Well, that's I have uh, a month or two ago. We bought the um, Disney Afternoon Collection. It was all the Nintendo games of um, Ducktales, and uh, it was Ducktales, Tailspin, Ducktales Two, Rescue Rangers, and Rescue Rangers Two, I believe, all in one package. Yeah, well, Darkwing Duck wasn't in there. Yeah, no, Darkwing was in there. It was Tailspin, Darkwing, Ducktales, and Tailspin. Okay, cool. the four of them. So. Yeah. It's a little weird because the controls are di- obviously different for an Xbox controller compared to an old school Nintendo controller. Right. So you got to figure That's out how to do it. Thing. It's fun experiment. It's like, do you really want to mm-hmm. play these old games? Because it messes you up trying to control it. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get used to it, it's not that bad. Right. But it's um, fun to just sit down and play. So one of the uh, one of the other things that came out this week was um, Free Comic Book Day. Not surprisingly, has been postponed this year. Usually, it's the first Saturday in May, as we we comic geeks know. Um, early in the week, Diamond had actually announced that it was going to become free comic book May, and it was going to be for the entirety of May for people who, so people were able to actually get into stores Mm -hmm. who didn't want to at the beginning, et cetera. Then they decided to basically just put the whole thing on hold so as not to cause too much confusion. And they haven't announced the actual date, but it'll be later in the summer. So okay. probably look for probably look for it sometime in August, I would think, because not much goes on then anyway. Right. Unless they bump it to uh, just skip Free Comic Book Day in the spring, and they do the um because they always do one in October, right around Halloween, which is they, a lot they, less, they, lot smaller. But they may yeah. ramp that up. That they, they, it's possible, but then that also takes away another full day of sales for the comic stores because a lot of people go in just on that day and buy a lot of extra stuff. Yeah. Right. So and plus they have publishers have already been printing the comics for free comic book day. So they've right. got things already set in that regard, as well as knowing what they want to publish for the October Halloween mm-hmm. one. So I think it's better if they do actually keep it separate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one thing is going to do Christmas. Yeah. It's well, better the for thing- fans and for dealers. The one thing that's going to throw off is um, the marketing. Cause a lot of, especially the bigger companies, they use free comic book day to tease what's coming in the next couple months. Very true. Right. But most of what's coming in the next couple months has been delayed anyway. Right. So. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, we were um, saying with Dan's deal being gone from DC, they may they may try to change up this 5G thing. This may give him more time. Yeah, you never know. Never know. Um, one last thing I had was uh, a kind of a cute little story um, that's Marvel and voice actor related. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has gotten a huge bump on Netflix since people are staying home with their kids. Like, huge bump. And Jake Johnson, who's the voice of the older Peter Parker, took to Instagram to offer up his services to parents quarantined with their children. This is what he said. Since the quarantine, a lot of parents have DM'd me saying they've been watching Spider-Verse with their kids. A lot. So here's my idea. If your child is home from school and wants a quick, encouraging message from Peter B. Parker, then send me an email with their name, and I'll try and send over a short voice note. If I don't get you, I apologize. Hashtag stay home. Email here if you want to try this. And his email is PeterBParkerSaysHi at gmail.com. So if your kid needs a bit of encouragement with schooling from home or whatever else it is, Peter Parker might be able to send them a message. Go ahead and send them an email. It's worth a shot. Awesome. (laughs) That is sweet. I'm I'm hoping more voice actors and just actors in general do this. I think, I honestly think Sam Jackson should offer this as a service for adults. (laughs) Send messages telling people to stay the F home, you know, that wash your effing hands, whatever. (laughs) PSAs from Sam Jackson. That's right. That could be fun. In addition to news, I have one quick review because we got, um, I got a book from a publisher recently and I actually, I read the whole thing and I actually quite enjoyed it. I hadn't heard of it before I received it. Um, but it was from, uh, uh, the publisher Del Rey, which is, uh, a random house imprint. And they publish everything. Huh? And they publish everything. They do. Random House kind of does publish everything. <laughs> I tell Ky- every time one of these shows up in the mail, I tell Kylan, "Look, another random book." <laughs> but um, they have one that it releases on. It released on the twenty fourth, so like yesterday when we're posting, um, and it's called "The Last Human," and it's by Zach Jordan. It's actually really good. It's a sci fi kind of a bit of a space opera epic journey novel. Um, the last human in the universe is on the run from a godlike intelligence is the main premise of this. Uh, the main character is female. She's human, but isn't supposed to tell anyone she's human because it scares the hell out of them. And she doesn't know why. So she has to discover what happened to the humans, why they're scared, why everyone else is scared of humans. And basically by the end, how to save the galaxy. Um, it's it's a really it's actually a really good book and uh, like I said it's it's on sale this week. If you like some sci-fi, if you like a bit of adventure, there's a lot of fighting, there's a lot of crazy creatures because she is the only human, so there's a lot of crazy creatures involved. And there's like this mass consciousness of the universe as well, and there's a little bit of philosophical stuff in there. But it's not a hard read; it's an easy read, and it's fun and enjoyable. So that's the last human by so- Zach Jordan. So in this one, the last human in the universe is not just a stretched piece of skin? Exactly. It's not Cassandra. She doesn't need to be moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, were you writing a regular review for that also to put up? I am. It'll, it'll, be on our, it'll be on our website sometime this week. I may have already put it up. I don't know. 
Okay. <laughs> See, that's where I was going anyway, because Geeksters, our website still has blog posts of reviews and things coming up. If you go to www.geekwatch1.com, Kylan and Dawn have something new every week. We try. We try. <laughs> so, um, but we mostly try. Yeah. Also, though, on there, everything's closed. You can't leave the house. That doesn't mean you can't get stuff dropped off to your house. That's right. So check out our affiliates and sponsors pages and check out who we got out there and give them a little love. Or click on our swag link and go to Tee Public and buy t-shirts and hoodies. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's spring. The weather's getting nicer. You need some new t-shirts. Get yourself a Geek Watch One t-shirt. And, yeah. and Tee Public puts them on sale all the time, too. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So check that out. Also, check out Stray Dog Akron. I'm not sure if Charlie has any of his stuff open at all for carryout. Yes, but... Actually, I've, I've seen him post on Facebook. He does. Ha- he's trying to use some extended hours and keeping open till 7 o'clock some nights. If you have to, check his Facebook or give him a call. Um, he does have the menu available. I think he uses both Grubhub and Uber Eats. And you can come pick stuff up. So, yeah, definitely if you want, if you're sick of your home cooking or your spouse's home cooking or your child's version of home cooking, um, then then check out Charlie and uh, he'll have hot dogs and he's got mac and cheese and he's got other sandwiches and he's got the full menu available, pickup and delivery. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I figured he'd figure out a way to do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's And he posts regularly on Facebook now. Um, he does. I think he has the full his full menu, a picture of it there as well on his Facebook page. So look up Stray Dog Akron. It's either called Stray Dog Akron or Stray Dog Cafe, but I will have links in uh, in our uh, in our show notes, so you can always click there. Or you go to www.geekwatch1.com, and there's a link right there on the homepage. There is! There's a link to him. So, but, um, so that's all the home stuff that we had to get knocked out, but um, what, are, what have we been doing while we're sitting at home not being able to do anything else? Watching TV. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of TV. What? I have to say, if you have Disney Plus, this is the perfect time to watch the classics. Like, I've been watching some of the stuff from the 20s. I've been watching, like, old animated stuff. I watched The Rescuers. I watched Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Um, Like, watch the old, old stuff that maybe you never caught the first time around, or even when you were a kid you never watched. Um, If you want to know, you know, like, a lot of where the Disney stuff is. If you go to the search function, there's actually a box there that says Disney through the decades. If Mm -hmm. you click on that, it's all of the Disney stuff divided by decades, starting in the twenties with steamboat Willie cartoons. Yeah. So they're all there, all of their animated and all of their live action movies are all by decade. I mean, they even have the, the old, the old Zorro series. Yeah. I looked it up. up. Apparently uh, that, that, that's putting together like a bunch of the different uh, part of the first season. Yeah, like they have it as a movie, but it's really just episodes lumped together for an yeah. hour and a half or something. Well, a lot of the really old stuff like that, um, either they don't have it digitized yet or they just don't have copies of it anymore. Right. Right. Like there's there's not everything on there, but you can you can even get a couple of early episodes of the Mickey Mouse Club. I think mm-hmm. they have like maybe the first and second episode. Um, and there's a couple of really early like Disneyland tours. And stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it's a lot. Look at it's, look for the classics. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can watch now that you'll never miss, sort of right. thing. But look for some of the classics because you you haven't seen them before. Yeah, That's it's true. a lot. Of, uh, and that list there basically has a lot of just what they consider their featured content. It's the what they think is the best stuff out of that time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So, so, um, but no, other than that, um, there's a couple of services I wanted to spotlight on this because they have some really good stuff on there. Um, because, well, yesterday I didn't realize in, um, everybody looks at Tubi and Pluto TV and some of these for some uh, more obscure stuff that doesn't get onto the big streaming services. Mm-hmm. But I was shocked. I went to, I found the NBC app, the just regular NBC network app. Mm-hmm. And it had amazing stories from the eighties on it. Right. And a lot of their older stuff that NBC made, like you could watch all, what is it? Five or six seasons of the incredible Hulk is on there. Yeah. They had, um, and I thought that was weird because the incredible Hulk was on CBS. Yeah, but more than likely Universal made it. Well, no, Universal did make it. That's why they still have the license now. Right, okay, got it, cool. NBC, Universal's owns NBC. So so the Incredible Hulk, they had um, Knight Rider on there, the new Knight Rider's on there. Mm -hmm. All this is free to watch. Uh, The $6 million man and the Bionic Woman both. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff you're not going to find on other services. Because a lot of these networks and people that were making this content originally are starting to... um, pull their licensing stuff out back in a little bit because they're wanting to start their own service. Yeah. Right. Like NBC's getting ready this year. They're supposed to launch this Peacock that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So they want as much of their own original content as they can on there. And if it's out on these other services, that makes it harder to say that's exclusive. Right. Right. So watch it for free while you can. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, and don't forget, with these apps, you don't have to get it just on your phone. It'll, you can download them wherever you can download apps. So on your tablet, on your laptop, on your television. Mm-hmm. So make make sure to download it wherever you can. Like if, if you want to watch it on TV, then then download the app on your smart TV or via your PS4 like we usually do. You know, however you need to. You can watch it on television. It doesn't right. have to be on, on your tablet or something. True. Yeah. And the interesting thing for us is we actually have um, a Roku TV upstairs in the bedroom, but we have the Fire Stick downstairs. And there's it's interesting to see which apps. There's some apps that the fire does, doesn't play nice with Amazon, so they're not on the Fire Stick, but I can get them upstairs. Right. So yeah, that's been pretty fun. much just about anything on the Roku. So right. Mm-hmm. So what have you guys actually been watching other than Disney? Uh, well, we we finished. Uh, we binged all of the The Witcher. We did that. Uh, I, technically, it could be done in a day. It's eight episodes. Yeah, eight episodes isn't bad. You could do it in um, a day. But you know, you don't want to be sitting on the couch all day at this no. point because that's your opportunity every single day right now. So right. It's best to just do a few episodes, get up, go for a walk, come back, maybe watch some more. Yeah. Uh, I would I would recommend The Witcher though. Like if if you're into any form of fantasy really because right. it kind of hits a lot of stuff. Right. You know, you've got you've got the monsters, you've got um the witchcraft, you've got just the the overall look of it being high fantasy mm-hmm. with the with the different things of dwarves and elves and all that kind of stuff. So and it's a good story. They they did a good job with it. And it's not it's not like a um, high end fantasy like you might expect of that sort of world. Right. Like they're kind of it. It's very plain speak, I guess you could say. Right. And they curse a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's sort of like how like people who go into play to play D and D and like and when you read the books, you expect it to be. Lord of the Rings, but it's actually more Conan. Like the that was the <laughs> that was the uh, inspiration yeah. for it. And that's this what is this little, is. This does feel a little more Conan. It's a lot more sword and sorcery than it is um, like fantasy and role play. Right. right. Um, and actually, like I'm, I don't, I don't generally care for magic users. I, 
like usually in fantasy, like if if the if a wizard is depleted, then everybody's got to protect him because he can't fight. But in this case, these magic users are also skilled swordsmen or good at hand to hand combat. It yeah. it was fun to watch, uh, and it was refre- It was almost it was almost like a a, a different. A refreshing take on fantasy as a whole. Now, mind you, I haven't read any of the Witcher novels, but I came away from it wanting to read them. Now, uh, yeah. it's going to have to be sometime next year because I got uh, <laughs> I got my gold I'm working on, but it is on my short list of uh, books to read. And uh, maybe in the future, maybe check out the game. We'll see. see so I came off wanting to try the um, Witcher games because I've not played any of the games. Right. But it's um. And I looked, I can't get the games on anything but Steam, and I don't play on a computer, I play on Xbox. So right. I'm hoping, because I believe the last Witcher game, 3, I think is the last one that came out, I believe that's on Xbox One, but the other ones are not yet. So I'm hoping they'll do a bundle before they put out the next Witcher game. Right. 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 Well, yeah, that, that's definitely worth watching. Um, I think there's just, well, actually, one of the other things we watched, it, it was again on Disney, but it was um, some of their shorts. Yeah, the shorts um, are good. Some of the short films are good, but they also have a, sh- a couple of shorts series. One of them is One Day at Disney, which is a great behind the scenes look. And these are all like five or six minutes long. And they pick people from basically across the Disney business. They have, for example, someone who's a performer on a stage show. They have someone who's a um, newscaster on ESPN. They have someone who is a diver fixing underwater equipment at the parks. Uh, they also have Iger in one of them. Um, so you get everything from, you know, the people in the parks to the people um, on the screen to the people uh, in the corporate office. Mm-hmm. And um, they, it, it's a good little look at all the types of things people do at Disney and how they got there and, and that kind of thing. And yeah. there's also Pixar in real life. That's another good series of shorts they have. Mm-hmm. Um, they've taken the idea of Pixar movies and put it into some kind of real life setting. Um, in one of them, they have Hank and Dory at a zoo and they've apparently escaped the aquarium portion. So they have, this is at a real zoo and they set this up and it's basically almost like a hidden camera sort of thing they do. They have a stroller that has a couple of tentacles sticking out of it and has a, has a coffee, has a, has a sippy cup on it that may have a fish in it. And the stroller moves around independently. So, you know, someone's remote controlling this thing. And then these zookeepers come running out asking kids if they've seen uh, a missing octopus. (laughs) And these kids get all excited (laughs) because they saw this stroller moving and it had something sticking out. And they start helping them look for them. And so, you know, it's it's really funny. Like, they put these characters in real life. They have another one that has Wally in it. They have another one that has the um, emotions board from, um, what is it, Inside Out? Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's really kind of cool. They have, uh, one of the more recent ones is, um, walking traffic cones that are actually from Toy Story (laughs) and they, they stop when people notice them. And then you can hear voices like Woody, uh, no buzz saying something like, uh, Oh, I think that one of the jean jacket noticed us. And there's a woman there in a jean jacket and she's like, what? (laughs) So it's really kind of cute. And, um, especially if you like Pixar or like the hidden camera kind of thing, it's a, you know, a few minutes each. That, that's a good series cool. to watch. That actually reminds me of the one um, 
kind of fun story that I saw that obviously has been all over Facebook of the aquarium in um, Chicago that actually lets some of the penguins out to wander around since nobody's at the place anyway. A lot of them do that. If you if you've ever watched um, the zoo or the aquarium on uh, Animal Planet, a lot of them actually walk penguins around at night anyway because they need the extra um, kind of just motivation and, and uh, stimulation. And just, yeah. The stimulation um, to walk around and stuff. And actually at the Akron zoo, the Akron zoo has been doing that with some of its animals as well. It's walking them around, uh, walking them around the zoo um, just to visit. <laughs> and they got nothing else to do. They're all closed. So exactly. So yeah, there's actually the, speaking of that though, there's a lot of live cams in zoos right now that that's another thing to, to use your time wisely with and show kids what's going on in zoos. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's a, we did watch a couple of episodes of, um, finally working on chef or the chef show on Netflix with John Favreau. Oh, I've watched yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I didn't realize how much he was into cooking. <laughs> well, I guess he wasn't extremely into it until he did the movie. Yeah, that's true. When he did the movie. Yeah. Did you get to the episode where he has the Avengers cast yet? Yes. That's the them? one. Yeah. That's the first one we watched this morning. Yeah. That was, that's a good one. That one and the one he did at um, Lucas, um, the Lucas Ranch with Dave yeah. Filoni was a really good one. It's funny when Holland's yeah. um, accent keeps popping out. Yeah. You can tell Tom Holland at the beginning was trying to hide his um, accent. And yes. then towards the end, it just gives up. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, some good, there's some good reality shows out there to watch, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, ones I like is, um, I, I don't know if they have, they're not, they don't have a new season yet, but uh, on Hulu, they have Making It, okay. which is um competition craft show it's it's hosted by um the ones who were on parks and recreation um the one uh, who played ron swanson uh, and um it's it, amy amy poehler yeah amy poehler and nick offerman nick, that's yeah, who it nick is offerman, amy poehler yeah. and nick offerman so amy poehler can't make anything she has no idea how to make anything but she's impressed by people who can nick offerman makes his own furniture for goodness sake um so <laughs> but on this show they have some people who are home crafters, other people who are professionals, like, um, you know, like professional decorators or something like that. Uh, so they kind of mix them together. And it's better than a lot of those reality competition shows because everyone really does kind of get along and they help each other out, mm-hmm. um, which, which is nice. Like it's, it's kind of like, you know, if someone's having a real problem with something, if someone else has done their project, they'll come over and help them with it. And they're given um, little uh, little tasks, of course, as, as most reality shows. There's like two tasks per episode. One of them, everyone has to do something similar. And the other one, they get a general idea and they have to kind of put their own spin on it. So um, it's really cool seeing all the different versions they do. And um, at the end, they do these um, craft shacks almost. They basically get these sheds. And they have to c- deal with the theme of what they're doing with this shed and create almost almost like a she shed, I guess you could say. Because it's almost like this escape shed um, to, to reflect whatever the theme is mm-hmm. and um, kind of go all the way overboard and have a comfort zone sort of thing. But it's really cool to see them doing – some of them are sewing. Some of them are – there was a balloon artist on one of them. Um, some of them are doing woodwork, some are doing painting, some are like, it's just, it's a great show. If you like crafting, if you like people making things and seeing that all the different things people can do, making it is a good thing to, to, to watch. Yeah. I I'll say I never, I never realized 
what how much could be done with a storage shed. <laughs> like all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? If I got a storage shed, I, it would not look that it would, nice. It would just be storage. It would just be storage. <laughs> yeah. As much as I would like for it to. I mean, there was one where somebody like put in like a hanging door. It almost designed it the way like some of the Japanese houses are designed. Yep. But it had this Southern California feel to it. And I'm just like, oh, that was just, oh, it just seemed <laughs> awesome. I don't know. Kylan's amazed when he watches these shows sometimes. I do because <laughs> I, I, I'm like Amy Poehler. I have no skill for that. I mean, I could read instructions and do that sort of thing. But I can't just up and look at something like, oh, I you don't just, have a vision. For I things. don't have a vision. Yeah. No, that's the no. difference between um, Vicky and I, too, sometimes. Yep. But, um, okay. Vicky just said that they actually just did casting for season three of that. Oh, OK, cool. So she's a, she's applied twice already and just hasn't got in yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they have a lot of people applying oh, yeah. for that one. Probably have thousands of auditions that come through. Because that's something ever, it's something you can't tell by just looking at someone, but a lot of people do it because it's something you do at home. A lot of them own their own businesses. There was one yeah. from Cleveland that was on. Yep. That's so. very cool. That, that's mm-hmm. one of them. Anyway, that, that, that's one of the, uh, the, the nonfiction ones we've been watching. <laughs> yeah. No, um, we watched a couple of movies yesterday, didn't we? I'm trying to remember what we've actually been checking out, what we haven't. I mean, we've obviously checked out our normal stuff, like um, Picard and the, star, and the superhero shows and stuff like that. But um, well, the thing I is, think, uh, Vic- I know Netflix. Netflix has all of uh has the entire Police Academy series. Yes, so it does. I saw that. You know, that's, that's new this month too, I believe. Yeah, if if you need if you need a smile with a lot of stupid jokes, then yeah, no. go for Police Academy and that's look it up and see. There's a lot more of those movies than you thought there were. Mm-hmm. I think there's eight or nine of them. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Basically, there's there's probably six more than they should have had. Well, <laughs> but they're stupid uh, comedies, so you know uh, it keeps going. Well, they did the same thing with the nerds movies, like Vicky just said. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I think I, I was good, uh, probably after two. And the vacation movies. I mean, yeah. there's a few of those. They they really only needed the first one and and European, really. Yeah, because by the when they got to Vegas, that didn't work out well. Christmas yeah. is okay, of course, but it's just a Christmas movie. It's not right. really people don't even consider it part of the series. Right. Um. But yeah, yeah Vegas vacation. Yeah, was Vegas not was not no. And then then it went somewhere else. Like they went way somewhere. Yeah. The, yeah. And then <laughs> and then this last vacation movie follows Rusty. Rusty grown up, and, and no one knew it was a vacation movie. Right. <laughs> no one right. knew it was part of the same series. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's a good time to catch up on, you know, franchises that, that you've been meaning to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, everyone has a Netflix list. Check through your list. Look up the old stuff. <laughs> the stuff well, that's was, been there first. <laughs> I was amazed when I started looking through what Amazon Prime has on there because people don't, it yeah. seems like you don't go to Amazon Prime automatically to watch movies. But right. like, most of the Marvel stuff that's not on um, Disney Plus right now is on Amazon Prime for free. Yep. Yep. Hmm? Yep. They're they're, oh. they're using up the licensing. And some awesome documentaries we saw we watched yesterday. Kylan, you might like this one: "The Power of Glove," and it's about the Power Glove and the creation of the Power Glove for the Nintendo, and then what it's being used for now. There's a lot of people using the old Nintendo Power Glove. Right. As like a DJs and stuff, and making music and stuff with it and things because it has all the sensors in it. Right, right. It is crazy. You would probably like that one. Um, we watched that. Oh, and we watched the last season, the um, last season of the toys that made us. 
Oh, yeah. I haven't yet to watch any of that. You would love it, dude. There's the toys that made us. There's also the movies that made us. That's another one. We saw that, too. There's four episodes of that. And Kylan, you got to watch the movies that made us because one of the movies they do is Die Hard. (laughs) That is Die Hard, Ghostbusters. Um, It was Die Hard, Ghostbusters, Home Alone. And what was the fourth one? I don't remember the fourth one. (laughs) No, not Roadhouse. Should have been Roadhouse. Um, Dirty Dancing. Oh, Dirty Dancing was the other one. Oh, see, no, no. Island refuses to watch no, that. No, I would never. Well, don't watch that episode, that's all. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> well, you can watch clips. I mean, you can see the clips that are I've in the seen episode. Cl- I've seen you enough know, clips. That's, that's yeah, no. <laughs> hmm Yeah, no. the story behind how the movie was made was is what this is all about. So, and how, if I remember right, that one, um, they, had, they were fighting the budget and time the entire time. Well, well I think that that's like the universe's way of saying that movie didn't need to be made. Um, actually, some cool documentaries you can see on YouTube. There is a guy called Adam the Woo, W O O, I think. Right. Um, okay. And he he makes his living doing YouTube videos. He does like daily blogs and he does stuff. Um, some of the ones that he does is visiting all of the places that a specific movie is set. Like he actually did one for vacation. He actually basically took the road trip. But he went to find all the scenes that were in the movie. Okay. He even found like where Wally World was, which is actually just a parking lot with a big sign that they faked over an overpass. <laughs> um, so, so he found all these scenes. He does this with a bunch of different movies. He also does um, tours of um, historic locations and just tourist locations. Mm-hmm. So especially now that we're trapped at home and you can't travel, right? Adam the Woo is a great one. He has all sorts of crazy commentary too. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's a lot of other travel blogs out there right now and, and places you can watch. There's museums that have tours, virtual tours right now. There's all kinds of things like that. But honestly, personally, having watched a few of his, I like Adam the Woo because just because of the, the comic factor that, that he adds to it as well. Okay. Well, the other another thing that I watched this week that we watched uh, um, with re- you, everybody knows we like wrestling, mm-hmm. and it's been interesting. Yeah, I like it a lot more than Vicky does, but I've watched. A, I don't watch WWE stuff at all, but I watched. If your ADD kicks in. <laughs> yeah, but um, WWE theirs has been interesting because it's been from their performance center, which is their training center, and it's been a totally empty arena. Just the the only people in it are the commentators, the um, ring bell guy, and then who's in the ring. That's it. But and it, it was okay. I watched a couple of matches. It, it's weird. There's nothing at all. But the more entertaining was AEW um, is owned by the Khan family who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they own Jaguar Stadium in Jacksonville. But there's actually an amphitheater hooked onto the side of it like a lot of other places do. So they own that also. They were able to actually do it at the amphitheater. No crowd. But a lot of the wrestlers that are in the back that weren't wrestling were actually out there watching the show and um, yelling at the ring and stuff. It was awesome. Anybody who's actually a wrestler would love this because it's what you basically do in the back anyway. Right. <laughs> it felt like an indie show, which was made a lot more entertaining. But obviously cool. you can't have a crowd. It's the first time they've ever done wrestling with nobody in the crowd. It's like everything you do in wrestling is to work to who's sitting beside the ring. Right. Mm-hmm. All for that energy. Yeah, you try to pull that energy. So you got to figure out how to pull that energy with no one being there giving it. Well, they weren't they weren't exactly practicing social distancing though if they're wrestling. Well, no. yeah, but you only had two or three guys in the ring. <laughs> but still so. they're touching each other. <laughs> well, a lot of these things like especially for WWE and um AEW, huh? No different than couples. Yeah. 
But a lot of um, companies like AEW and WWE have contracts with these larger networks that they have to have something on there. Right. 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 So they've definitely limited down and changed what the way they're doing it. Like, I guess WrestleMania this year, they've changed up. It's actually going to be two days from two different locations, but it's going to be nobody in the crowd, which is going to be really, really strange for w- for WrestleMania. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're actually doing it Saturday and Sunday and like four hours one day, four hours the other, which oh. I... For me, WWE WrestleMania, it's like a 10-hour event now. It's like, why in the world do you have to go that long? Right. I remember going to one when I was younger. They had it at Skydome in Toronto. Yeah. And it was really only a couple hours. I mean, it was just... Mm-hmm. I think it started like when I, when I was a kid. No, when I was a kid, the Super Bowl was like you had maybe a one-hour pre-show, but then you had the and game. And now it's all it. day. Yeah. Now it's an all-day thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I did hear, I guess, um, on the players and all that stuff. Well, um, WWE has a, um, because XFL is gone right now, um, ESPN and Fox and all of them had to deal with XFL. I guess I've not seen it confirmed, but I did see a couple people running with um, ESPN, maybe running uh, WrestleMania replays for the next month, just because they need something to put on there. That's new content. Well, they've right. been they've been doing that with a lot of sports. They've been playing classic games and mm-hmm. and races and all this kind of stuff because, well, unlike wrestling, a lot of other sports have canceled their seasons because yeah. you're not supposed to be near people. <laughs> well, I well, mean, like ESPN two used to show like the old school kickboxing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, got all the stuff they anyway. All this stuff. They need I, I love watching that. And a stuff. lot of people haven't seen the old stuff. Yeah. So. And see what you could do, like for Fox. Fox has the. Isn't it Fox that still has the exclusive deal with UFC or is that ESPN now? ESPN. They could start with UFC 1 and just run through it one every weekend. That's true. We're at what, 150 of them? Some people might get upset because, especially like the earlier UFCs, were They're brutal were sometimes. Kind of, kind of brutal. Like, but it then, didn't bother me, yeah. you know, but people but the cool thing was, that was, that was before MMA was its own style. Right. So well, people see, were actually see, doing... I, that's a whole other episode. I don't get yeah. me started on that. That's a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I loved some of those early guys, especially for the first 10. The first 10 were really good. You like mm-hmm. Yeah, like Tank Abbott and Hoist Gracie and all these guys. <laughs> those yeah. were actual legit tough guys back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what else have we caught? You've been watching a lot of anime. I've been working. Yeah. See, that's the thing with us. We've not been able to catch up a lot of extra stuff because Vicky still works half a day from home, but half a day at work. And I'm still at work regular, my regular schedule because I, I work in a manufacturing job. We can't work from home. Right. Well, I mean, I, I only get to really watch stuff at night because, I mean, my job, I'm on the phone all the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm either on the phone or in a meeting. So I just kind of maximize my time at night. Most of my, I mean, anything I'm watching on TV during the day is all just background noise for me because I'm still working. But I do put on, you know, mm-hmm. like Disney stuff I've seen before. Like I watched Hercules the other day mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just because just honestly, a lot of the Disney animated stuff is mostly music anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's on in the background. Or oftentimes before this, if I was working from home, I would put on Supernatural in the background because is it TNT or TBS or something shows like four or five episodes every day. Yeah. Right. So 
and I've seen them all anyway, so I don't really have to pay attention. It's just, you know, chatter in the background, so. Yeah, uh, S- Supernatural and Smallville were both good for that because they're such long-running shows that you could just, you could spend an entire week with just that in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and Doctor Who's another good one for that. Right. <laughs> Because you can get a lot of Doctor Who. Well, week. the other one is, for that one, you can actually, that brings us back to Pluto TV. Pluto TV actually has a classic Doctor Who channel, 24-7, old-school Doctor Who. There you right. go. They also have a, a, a classic uh, Bond channel as well. Yes. Which actually it surprised me. They actually have the CBS Theater version of Casino Royale. They have uh, the original now, Casino it, Royale on there? Yeah, it's the CBS Theater version. The yeah, that's the one with, what was it, Peter Sellers? No no no, 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 no. CBS no. Theater. CBS Theater. Not, not the wide release Yeah, on no. television. Yeah, you see, the, the, that version was uh, – so when CBS Theater did it, it was a one-hour episode. Bond was actually American. Felix Slider was British. And okay. I'm assuming they had to cut a whole lot. They didn't do the second Casino Royale. Number one, it was a comedy. And number two <laughs> – is not really recognized by Bond. Yeah, the Peter Sellers one is yes. not Bond. Yeah, I've not no, seen it, but I heard Jimmy Bond was kind of cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> None no, of it. No, None of it. No, no. <laughs> no. You, you, I know you like you, you like all the camp, and, and no. Uh-uh. That, that one, we don't even talk about that one. See, I think, no. I think I would enjoy it for what it is, but not as actually part of the greater Bond legacy. Right. There, yeah, that, that's the right. difference. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The, the, that's, what, that's what produced that. It was all the LSD trials in the 60s produced that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think, like, when it comes to Peter Sellers, I'm good with uh, Pink Panther, and that's it. I still yeah. got to find those somewhere. I've not seen the original Pink Panther movies. Well, they've got to be available on one of the streaming services. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're crazy with what you've never seen and what you actually watch. Yeah, you never know. There's a lot of stuff I've not actually seen, but especially with the amount of stuff I have seen. But um, what are we looking forward to that's releasing early and stuff? I mean, a lot of the blockbuster stuff that we're looking forward to, we have no idea when that's ever going to actually come out. No, we don't. I mean, they've they've basically put everything on hold. So, um. There was rumors about Wonder Woman 84 streaming, and then they said, no, 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 we're putting it in theaters. Right. Yeah. However, as to when it goes into theaters is a question, because they went ahead and, and took um, Black Widow off the list. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but the, the interesting thing with Black Widow is even though it's been delayed, the merch is still coming out yeah. on time. So, so. You, you might get little hints about the movie because the merch is still coming yeah. out. Yeah. Well, another thing that's interesting, if you're, lo- if you're getting cabin fever, especially if you're in the warmer areas already, I've seen there's a big surgence in drive through theaters yep. because that is social distancing. You have you and your family in your car, and that's it. And you're at a yeah. movie theater. Unless you have, like, if, 20 if people If you're lucky enough yeah. to have a drive-in that's already open um, and, you know, bring your own snacks... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're only a couple yeah. of weeks away from them opening here, usually. Usually they open here mid to late April. Yeah. And we have three of them right here around um, Akron. I, I don't know which one it is, but we have a friend who knows the owner of one of them, and she was actually going to contact him and see if he planned on opening early. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right now you can make some big money. Just play some popular movies you have the rights for. Yeah. Yeah. 
and do um and do set it up because a lot of them already. If you order something that's going to take a little bit of time at the food concession stand, they'll bring it to your car. Yep. Number the spots and have people just call in. They don't even have to go to the concession stand. They can just um come to the car and drop right. it off to you. I mean, it's the, it's the perfect way to do it, and you still get to go to the theater and see your film. I mean, the other thing they could do is just you know lower the price of the ticket and keep the concession stand closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, just for the, the safety of their own workers, because you know there's going to be idiots going in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's a lot of that would be up to the studios. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's what happened in Florida for spring break. Yeah, all the um, spring breakers that were still going and hanging out on the beach. Yeah, seriously, they deserve to die. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're being idiots. They deserve it. Yeah. Well, I just read a story that, some of the college students coming back from spring break have tested positive. That's what Vicky just said too. And that's and that's what's going to get people sick now because if they're willing to do that on spring break, they're not staying in their houses for fourteen days. No, exactly. No. <laughs> back to their sororities. Yeah, right. It just infect the entire sorority house, fraternity house, everything. But that that's what's going to keep the numbers going up. <laughs> well, and- stay in your houses, people. <laughs> You know, I think that mm-hmm. with right now Ohio so far though we we sort of have that um quarantine in place that's not implied. Fully. Not fully. yeah. It's, it's not. implied. But people, if you don't be smart about this, yeah. You know, just saying. Yeah. Also Well, we jumped on it pretty quick too. Yeah. Mike DeWine was all over that. But also go to whatever your state's Department of Health has a website for this and read the actual science behind what it is. Don't watch Facebook. Don't watch Twitter. Don't even pay attention to what the news feeds are bringing up. Go to the actual Department of Health and read what it actually is you're dealing with. No means. Because people are putting whatever they want up there. They see it and then they, oh, well, I think I understand what this is. And they go write yeah. an entire tirade of, and you have no idea what they're talking about or where their information comes from. Yeah, that's your parents and like and to people are putting like, mm-hmm. oh, I heard this could be used as a cure and that can be used as a cure. And no. yeah. come on. Good. I mean, like, the FDA actually went to that idiot Jim Baker who was trying to sell a cure on a shopping channel and shut him down. He was trying to sell silver. Yes, his oh, silver, silver tonic or whatever it is. Yes, as a cure... For for and, and a preventative for the virus, and the FDA was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no. That is old, no. <laughs> that stuff is to help you uh, figure out who most cases a monster or not. Exactly, you but, can kill werewolves. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's been selling that that same stuff for years as just yeah, it's an old school snake oil cure everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm I'm glad the FDA took notice and they, yeah. they were just like, uh, uh-uh. yeah, because that's that's. Yeah, they, they especially given his audience is going to be the older demographic mm-hmm. that needs to be safer than pretty much anyone else right now. Right. They're going to get this stuff, take it and go, oh, I can go grocery shopping, whatever. You know? Yeah. Well, speaking of that's why a lot of grocery stores have, they're open for a specific time for the elderly. Just- yeah. Yeah. Some grocery stores and some Walmarts, they're like their first hour or two of the morning. Is uh, is for elderly shoppers only, or those at higher risk? Yeah, and uh, just don't be a jerk. Respect that, y'all. I mean, if you're, that, that's the one thing I've talked to a couple people that have gone to the grocery store. I, we've been there once or twice, and for the most part, it seems like people are doing that. Yeah, they're yeah. relaxed. They're like, you know what? This is going to take a little bit of extra time. That's fine. They're keeping their distance, doing what they need to, and then moving on. 
My my thing right now is they shouldn't even have if if you're at a grocery store that has self-checkout, they should not have any cashiers working checkouts. They should be self-checkout only and cashiers should be helping everyone else stock and the ones who can't do that should be wiping down the self-checkout after customers. I mean, there's no reason to have a person there when you have these other ones that you can use. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big boat. I'm fine with self-checkout if I'm with Ken, but if I'm by myself, I am. I don't. I've had too many bad experiences from guys. Yeah, but honestly, right now, it's better to not have checkout clerks. Yeah. Just because you're, cause you're too close to them. Even there's a few grocery stores that have put up plastic um, barricades, like Acme. They put up barricades um, between the cashier and the, and the customer, mm-hmm. but not all of them have that. And you're standing within a couple of feet of that person. You are. Yeah. So uh, I'd much rather use self-checkout, period. I mean, I use it anyway because mm-hmm. I don't like dealing with people. <laughs> yeah. Well, in all this, we're one week into this, so we're and we're still learning. That's why I said. That's why I say go to your um, your actual government coronavirus websites. Now, the state government, because the federal government, there's you never know what they're putting out. We yeah, experienced that. Can't be trusted at this point. Yeah, I'm not going to get political on this, but the federal government hasn't been putting out the same type of information. Your state governments have been disseminating a lot better information about this. The governors, so, the senators, they are actually looking at the science behind things, and they are making sure. And it's been, honestly, if you're in another state, just look at Ohio. Just look at Ohio's page. If you're not yeah. sure about your state, look at Ohio's page because, honestly, Ohio is being touted. Like, DeWine is being touted as, like, the one to watch yeah, and right. the one to follow because he's been so on the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. I think every day he's getting out there and he's, he's keeping us informed. And, you know, as things – as this progresses and, you know, he, it's a fluid situation, he mm-hmm. makes those decisions as need be. I mean – He has, he has a good doctor to consult with too. He does. So, but, yeah. I mean, okay, we don't we don't want to keep harping on it because you, you all know. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> the, the last thing I have on it is um, if you want to check Ohio's, it's coronavirus.ohio.gov. There you yes. go. And, it, you go. and um, it's updated every day. It says 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is actually right before DeWine does an actual daily um, briefing and press conference that you can see on, um, I think it's Ohio.com or one of the, or the Ohio channel. Yeah, they, they take his notes um, that he's going to do for the briefing, and they post um, all the basics from the notes. Uh, that he's talking about. So, mm-hmm. um, and you can you can you can watch those on Facebook if you're following you know Ohio page, all these other pages. You can watch Dewine on on Facebook every day, mm-hmm. and you could probably in your own state. I'm sure there's a lot of states doing doing the daily uh, recaps and and messaging. So yeah, mainly just I mean um, it's about time for us to start wrapping this up. I think anyway. So just mainly like we said last week. Be smart about this. Follow what they're telling you to do. Take your time. Um, everybody at this point should be stocked up on most of their groceries and stuff. Any essentials that you need, go out and get. Other than that, sit back, wash your hands, clean everything um, as clean as possible, like with the sanitizer and stuff. And we're all going and into just, spring cleaning anyway. Exactly. It's spring cleaning time. Clean the house. And actually, you know what? Go outside and wipe down your mailbox. Mail carriers are still coming through having to deal with hundreds of people every single day. Mm-hmm. Go out, clean your mailbox, and leave the mail carriers alone. Don't try and talk to them. Yeah. They have a lot to do right now. And and if you're getting packages delivered, wipe those packages down when you bring them in the house or before right. you bring them in the house because yeah. you never know where they've been and who's touched them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just be as safe as possible. Sit back, relax, 
put on some Netflix, some Disney Plus, some Hulu, some Amazon, whatever you need to put on, and just ride it out because that's what we're all doing. Right. Exactly. Um, books and art. Huh? Focus on books and art. That's right. All your projects that you've been putting off forever because you never have time. Now you have time. Build some things. Make some things. Craft learn, some things. Uh, you know, learn, learn something. I mean, yeah. you know, pick up an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a lot of uh, there's uh, a lot of gyms are doing virtual workouts now. Yep. You know, um, play games. Yeah, exactly. Play games. Well, not, nope. a, not video games either. You're you're stuck in the house with your family or at least one other person. Grab a board game. You've probably got a bunch sitting on your shelf that you've never played because I know we do. <laughs> uh, or if you have a group, I mean, or if you're looking for a group, there's a lot of people who are doing RPGs. Online. Online. Exactly. Yeah. Also, you can well, get your game on. I just brought that up. There's actually a website, Roll20.net, and it's a yeah. virtual tabletop for all kinds of gaming systems. D&D, Pathfinder, all of those are on here. Call of Cthulhu, well, here's the list they have here. is D&D, Pathfinder, Call of Cthulhu, Fate, the Core System, Burn Bite, uh, Kids on Breaks, the 13th Age, Fiasco, Cypher Systems, and Dungeon World, are, and more are all on this. And they actually have a community page where for people looking for gaming groups. You can actually play Pencil and Paper, D&D, or Pathfinder on this website for free. Or just ask your friends. If you have friends who you know are gamers and they happen to have Skype or mm-hmm. whatever other streaming service you can connect on, mm-hmm. right. set up a time and play with them. Yeah, Roll your characters together or ahead of time and, and talk about a campaign. And, and if you don't know how to do these things but you've always wanted to learn how to play D&D, grab that book, go online. This is the best time to do it. Yeah. Because what? You have a lot of free time on your hands. Right. Well, <laughs> what was that website again? Roll20.net. Okay. You can create a free account, and then they have a, like I said, they have a community page, they have tools. You can actually create your characters, all of that stuff on here. So you can buy the books if you want to that way. Also, Dungeons & Dragons has a D&D Beyond, which is basically their virtual store for Dungeons & Dragons. So everything that's ever been put out for D&D that's in the current system is available on there. So it's like you can still do your weekly gaming groups, just everybody's at home. So get out there and hang out with people virtually. That's right. <laughs> so we have anything else before we wrap this up, guys? Uh, no, I think we're no. good for this week. So, no, but good. Geeksters, what are you watching or what are you doing while you're locked at home? We can't get not, in. There's no excuse to not write to us. <laughs> yeah, now you everybody has time to actually write to us and let us know what's going on. Tell us what what can we do while we're sitting here and everybody's in cabin fever. There's no excuse in the current day and age of the way the internet works. There's no excuse for cabin fever. You can still talk to people. I'm watching. I'm looking at Kylan and Dawn while we're recording this, and they're not here. Right. That's right. So let us know what you're doing www.geekwatch1.com is where you find everything for us and how to get a hold of us, but you can also um, contact us, put Geekwatch1 into any search bar anywhere, and you will find us. If you don't find us, Miss Dawn will um, let her know, and she will take care of that problem. Done with social distancing. That's right. You can also email us. Email... Huh? That's right. But um, you can also email us all that, all your stuff. What are you doing? What are you not doing? What are you watching? Geekwatch1 at gmail.com. 
We are still, and we, as far as we know, we'll always be proud members of the Tangibound and Weeby Geeks Networks at TangiboundNetwork.com and WeebyGeeksPC.com. So, for Kylan and Dawn, Vicky, myself, Cassie, and the coronavirus that's hiding out there somewhere, just remember... No matter where you go, there you are.